Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, providing more than 41,000 jobs in the production of wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details at choosewood.com. This is St. Louis on the no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> this is St. Louis on the Air from St. Louis Public Radio. You know, a funny change is that I've, I've moved towards drawing them with four fingers instead of five. <laughs> I've found that it is actually a lot easier. One of your recent storylines is the budding uh, queer romance between characters Kat and Lee. I like to show real relationships in this comic. I'm Alex Hoyer. A lot of newspapers across the country, including the Detroit Free Press, Indianapolis Star, and USA Today, have dropped the long-running comic strip Dilbert. That's the cartoon that features the big-headed, bespeckled, wayward necktie-wearing man who pokes fun at office culture. Late last month on YouTube, Dilbert's creator Scott Adams made racist statements. He called black Americans a hate group, and he urged white people to, quote, get the hell away from them. In addition to the newspapers I listed above, The Washington Post, New York Times, and Los Angeles Times have also said that they will not publish Dilbert. In The Washington Post, though, Dilbert has been replaced by a comic strip called Heart of the City, and it's drawn by St. Louis's very own Steens Stewart, who goes by Steens. Steens, welcome back to St. Louis on the Air. Hey, thank you for having me. I love being here. <laughs> we love having you. What were you doing when you found out that Heart of the City would be in The Washington Post? Oh, gosh. I was... I just landed in Seattle for Emerald City Comic Con, actually. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I didn't have uh, as much stock as I would have wanted if I had known I had taken, you know, Dilbert's spot. It would have brought twice as many books. But <laughs> um, yeah, right as I landed, I got a text from my spouse saying, did you hear? Is this is this real? And I was like, I don't know if it's real. Let me go check. <laughs> so so what was your next move? How, how did you get that 100% confirmation? So... First off, when I figured it out, it was from the commenters on GoComics.com, which was wild. I find that a lot of commenters on that website are very uh, knowledgeable about the places to read comic strips online. And um, that was where I first heard about it. And then I went to Washington Post's um, website and I saw that I was there. And then uh, I reached out to my syndication, Andrews McMeal, and they were like, it's true, it's happening. <laughs> mm. So uh, uh, Mark Tatui uh, is the creator of Heart of the City, and it mm -hmm. began national syndication in the late 90s. You took mm -hmm. over Heart of the City in 2020. Remind us, what is this comic strip about? Yeah, so Heart of the City is about a little girl named Hart Lamar. She lives in Philadelphia. She's a middle schooler, and she's a theater kid. So this um, the series is really about her uh, growing up and changing and trying to be the best actress that she can be, all while her friends are all nerds as well. You know, they play Magic the Gathering. They go to Anime NYC. They're just you know, regular nerdy middle schoolers. And it's all about their growth and their changes to their relationships as they navigate middle school. One of the changes that you made to the uh, to the comic strip when you took over is that you placed uh, these girls in middle school. Uh, have you changed anything else since we last talked to you? Uh, any big changes since 2020? 
Since 2020, you know, a funny change is that I've, I've moved towards drawing them with four fingers instead of five. <laughs> I found that it is actually a lot easier. Animators really had, had it, uh, they had it understood. Why, um, why, is it, why is it hard? It, you know, it's just that extra finger makes it more complicated about where it's placed uh, whenever you're using your hands. So having four fingers just makes it faster and easier. <laughs> and when you're doing a daily comic strip, anything that you can do to uh, make the process faster is welcome. Um, but in terms of major changes since 2020, um, I think I've really made the stories focus more on uh, longer arcs. Uh, mm -hmm. Originally, these stories were only, you know, they lasted a few days or a week. But now that I've got really into the motion of creating these comics, I'm finding that these stories end up being longer and more complicated because life is complicated. And when you have a, a um, uh, an ensemble comic with several kids, you kind of have to figure out, well, how is this affecting all of them, you know? Mm -hmm. So, um, but that's something that I think a lot of readers appreciate. Right. Life is certainly complicated, and you were talking about making it quicker for yourself because it is a, <laughs> because it is a daily comic strip. Do you, do you feel at home yet in terms of being able to keep up with, with the demands, or, or is it still a big challenge? I think I feel a little bit more at home. Ever since 2020, I did invest in an occupational therapist, and uh, that was one of the best decisions I could have made just because you want to take care of your body. You want to be able to do the work for as long as you can, and sitting for eight hours of the day is not really what our bodies should be doing, you know? So getting that occupational therapy help, picking up roller skating, and getting a part of the roller skating community of St. Louis has really helped me physically, and that physical aspect is really the hardest part of it. Mm. When you joined us on this program in 2020, it was just a week after you'd started uh, drawing it. <laughs> and at that time, it, you said that you'd gotten a lot of negativity. And and of course, people uh, change is tough for a lot of people. But uh, is that still the case? Or are you getting uh, or is that died down a bit? It's actually died down quite a bit. That's um, great. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> um, yeah, when I started, it was it was very much focused on change. You know, going from Mark Tatuli's style to my style is very different. You know, um, the stories were less focused on Hart being a silly kid who just doesn't know anything because she's you know under six years old, to being a middle schooler who has mm -hmm. you know very complicated and nuanced thoughts and beliefs. And I think now that people are really understanding where I'm coming from with this storytelling, it's less of a gag comic and more of um, you know a story focused comic. I I think people are, are, are understanding and enjoying it um, in this new style. Mm -hmm. One of your recent storylines is the budding uh, queer romance between characters Kat and Lee. What can you tell mm -hmm. us about their story? Yeah, so Kat finds this girl, Lee. They um, are both techies for their theater department. They both do costuming. Uh, Kat joined costuming mostly because Lee was doing it. and. I like to show real relationships in this comic. And a lot of those real relationships begin in middle school when you have your, you know, your first major crush and you don't know how to feel about it. And I think one of the things that I like the most about this arc is that her friends are kind of on the outskirts 
understanding, but also not totally getting it too. So like heart understands that there's a crush happening, but she also doesn't understand like how to go about making that crush a reality, you know, just because she's 11 years old. So it's been a really interesting um, experience writing that. I'm, I'm going back into to my middle school feelings of having a crush on my schoolmates and trying to pull from there. Mm-hmm. And and you had talked about the the arcs and, and they're not just one-off kinds of things, but one, one of the things that, that I really appreciate about your art is is that that there are these storylines, but they they also can exist if you haven't seen one uh, three mm-hmm. or four days prior to that. And like for for example, right. to, today's um, has something that uh, is probably very relatable to a middle schooler. Uh, Hart is lying on the couch saying, "Why do I feel so tired?" And her mom is asking if she's been drinking enough water. And Hart says, uh, "Not really. It takes so much effort finding a glass, filling it with water, drinking the water." And her mom says. How about I buy you a water bottle? Will that encourage you? And then Hart says, shopping is always encouraging. (laughs) I mean, that is entirely relatable. A middle school girl getting excited about shopping. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. I mean, I like to make sure that anyone can pick up a single strip and, and read it. And that's really the most puzzling part of the syndicated comics um, Mm. business is figuring out how do I make this story arc feel complete, but I also want to make sure that anyone can come in and understand what's going on per strip. Because that's just the nature of newspaper strips. You know, sometimes people aren't reading the newspaper every single day or going to gocomics.com and reading it every day. You should be able to go back to it and read it in chunks if that's how you feel. And that's how I read comic strips when I was younger. You know, I did a bit of newspaper, a bit of the collections at borders i just i kind of read it as it was coming out mm-hmm. yeah my my experience uh, with comics growing up is uh walking downstairs picking up the belleville news democrat seeing family circus maybe checking out peanuts and then rushing off to school and 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 so those <laughs> are the ones that that i grew up with what what did you grow up with oh gosh so i grew up in detroit so in the free press we had jumpstart um we had curtis zitz uh, Mother Goose and Grimm, Pros Before Swine. I mean, I I feel like I read absolutely every single one of those comics on the comic page just because it was so much content, you know? And as a kid, I was like, I don't totally understand Kathy, but I find it hilarious, you know? <laughs> like, I don't know what, you know, being a, you know, a middle-aged woman not wanting to eat snacks all day was like when I was eight years old, but I was like, but that is funny. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So, yeah. So the comic strip on February 6th, it includes an author's note. Uh, Can you briefly describe what's going on in the February 6th comic and uh, why there's a note there from you? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Uh, That's a really good question. I'd have to open up February 6th, but I like to include author's notes just because I like the idea that... um, these characters are real you know they're as real as magic is real and even though they are not actually real people they are real to the readers and so I like to uh, push that by kind of breaking the fourth wall and encouraging the kids or making notes about the kids I'm even illustrated in the comics several times I'm actually Charlotte's neighbor so I I really like um, finding a way to to put myself into the comic Mm-hmm. And uh, and our ace producer Avery Rogers tells me that that uh, author note says, "Be cool, cat," uh, and it's yes. about the romance. 
Yes, so Kat really wants to invite Lee to go with them to Anime NYC, and she wants to be very cool about it. She doesn't want Lee to think that she's, you know, too excited. And so I think that's something that Kat has a problem with. (laughs) Mm -hmm. She just gets too excited and doesn't know how to calm her emotions. And uh, yeah, that's one of my favorite running Mm -hmm. gags with Mm -hmm. Kat is, Kat, be cool, (laughs) chill out. (laughs) So is the Steens in the comic strip the same as the Steens in the real world? <laughs> yeah, actually. <laughs> um, there was a... So they, there are three times where I'm in there. Once is at Charlotte's Barbecue where I'm asking for ginger ale, which is my favorite drink of choice. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then uh, she's also a, a neighbor to Charlotte. Uh, when they go shoveling snow in the neighborhood, uh, they come to my house and I offer them $5 in quarters because for some reason I have too many quarters in this house. Mm. Um, or when they go to Anime NYC, I'm one of the people tabling at these booths that they're uh, going through and, and purchasing things from. So, mm. yes, uh, comic steens is the same as, as real life steens. <laughs> do do the characters in the comic uh, see what you're telling us, the reader? Oh, no, not at all. Okay. Yeah, there are like strange, like fictional world rules that I feel like I can bend and change as needed. That's kind of my, uh, I have artistic license to do that, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so, so the other thing, I mean, the comic uh, you were talking about bending rules. There is the same amount of space, but mm-hmm. I've I've noticed that oftentimes you have four panels, but sometimes it's three, sometimes seven or eight. How how do you decide how how you're paneling uh, your your strip? That's a really great question. So it really depends on what the story arc and what I'm trying to say. So usually when I write these comics, I write them in big batches of like three months of Mm storyline. And when I write out these batches, I don't think about, oh, this one's going Monday, this one's going Tuesday. I just write out the entire story from beginning to end as I see it needs to be written. And then I go through and I start breaking it up by what can fit into a single strip and how can I get a punchline to go with this section of the story and so depending on the punchline or the story piece that I want to get across sometimes three panels will do sometimes six panels will do so it really depends on uh, the storytelling and what the story requires but there are definitely times when um, it it gets a little exhausting and uh, I want to make it a bit simpler. So there have definitely been strips where it's kind of just talking heads. But for the most part, I do try and get as much detail as possible in the limited space that I have. Uh, so the second Heart of the City collection called Lost and Found goes on sale everywhere on April 4th. So that's exciting. Uh, Steens is a St. Louis-based artist and the cartoonist behind the daily comic strip Heart of the City. Their comic recently replaced Dilbert in the Washington Post after its creator, made racist remarks. Steens, congratulations on all your success. It's been such a treat to talk with you today. Thank you so much. And really, thank you for having me. Today's episode was produced by Avery Rogers. Audio engineering and podcast design by Aaron Dorr. Our executive producer is Alex Hoyer. St. Louis on the Air is a production of St. Louis Public Radio. Understanding starts here.
podcast proudly supports St. Louis artists by using music from Life Creative Group. Do you find yourself regularly listening to episodes of St. Louis on the Air? Suggest us to a friend you think might enjoy our conversations. And leave us a review and rating on Apple Podcasts on the App Store. It's the simplest way to help people discover our show. Thanks. St. Louis Public Radio is a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association, committed to conservation and careful management of the state's forests to make them more resilient and better habitats for wildlife. Choosewood.com.